Hashtag SAFM Lifetime. Good afternoon and thank you so much uh, for joining us. It is uh, 10 minutes to 3 p.m. And right now we are reflecting on Umkhabulu, South African history, where we learn more about ourselves and uh, what makes us as uh, South African people. And a lot of people um, seek refuge and, and comfort uh, in a, a physical address that uh, just became a home uh, to so many. And joining us right now uh, to help us connect to number 43, uh, Trelani Park, Guamagogo is Babula uh, Masilela, who's an author, a veteran, a struggle icon, and uh, Makoko's grandchild. Good afternoon and welcome. Yes, good afternoon, Chris Alda. Standing to your listeners. Uh, when we tell this story, do we say um, the house in, in Swaziland or do we say Eswatin? Now we say Eswatini, so I think we need to uh, have another version of the book. Seemingly. The version of uh, capturing it was now, it's no longer Swaziland, it's Eswatini. Absolutely. Now for young South Africans listening to this conversation and, and asking themselves, why is it so relevant for us to talk about number 43? Uh, your response is? Look, uh, number 43 Trelawney Park uh, is, is a normal family house. Mm. a home that opened its doors uh, during the liberation struggle or the period of the liberation struggle. It opened its doors to the activists from the ANC and the PAC. And uh, Makoko happens to be my mother, you know, mm. and not the grandchild, but my mother. We were just outnumbered ah. by uh, the grand-great-children. <laughs> who count today to over 70, you know? My goodness. So, what a productive so family. To, exactly. So we, we we had to also, you know, follow suit and call Umamawe to Umagogo, you know? Mm. A, a name that she also earned, because she also opened a house, she opened the doors to her, to her life, to her daily occurrences in the family, and uh, opening up for the activists, both from the different political camps, from the PAC, from the ANC, they all would be sitting at the same table at number 43 Triloni. He never allowed for those differences mm. to separate them. Those ideological or political differences, she never entertained differences to an extent that, that they will find it antagonistic, that they cannot work together in fighting a common enemy. So it became that peace, you know, it was a a united space for all these uh, operatives. And uh, and out of that, we as a family thought that we should uh, capture the story Mm. of this safe house in Swaziland that provided protection. This safe house that was unique in the sense that it's still standing today. It was either bombed or disappeared from the face of the earth. But this place, it's still there, it's still standing. Mm. And we said, we as a family, we need to share this history of our experience living in that house. Some of us being part of the PAC, me in particular, and the rest of the family being ANC, from my father, my mother, and entire siblings, and the grandchildren that came thereafter were ANC. But that was also, you know, the thing that it must not uh, separate us. So we had our younger brother, Elias Masilela, who was the one then who put the story together. Mm, he mm. told the story differently. We, we only 
added to that story. We, we, make it, we made it vibrant. We, we put life into that story by bringing in those characters that lived in, in uh, number 43, like our current general in the Defense Force. He's amongst those that uh, you know, walked through those corridors of number 43. The former general, General Nyanda, also you know, walked those corridors. Our former presidents, you know, Umbek, Uzuma, they walked it, and many other operatives. So this is the part of the celebration. So what was it like um, to share your mom with, uh, I mean, at the time, it sounds like you had to be politicized or be politically aware at a very young age. You you know, we all had to take a, a little bit of the love that she gave because she had to split herself. She became a mother, a grandmother to everybody. Mm. So every single person felt loved. You felt important. You had a space in her heart. We all felt that love, you know, regardless of uh, that we were directly nowhere, the descendants or we were born by her. By, but she gave, us, she gave us that love. She made us feel wanted. Mm. And she was a special person in the sense that you can ask any other person who walked through that house, they will tell you that they felt like part of the family. Wow. And I guess, uh, you know, trying to reflect and use theater of the mind, um, picturing the house, that the type of kitchen uh, which would have our welcome Dover with this uh, sitting around the fire and listening to stories. Um, do you have any recollection of that? Is it reflected in this book? The, the book captures the house in a beautiful manner. It, it touches on the kitchen. Mm. What happened? It was a normal gathering area. Mm. Everybody walked in and out of the kitchen. There would be meals served. At the minimum, there would be about 12 uh, uh, plates of uh, you know, food, uh, up to 20, you know, uh, for each serving. And uh, then you had the, the sitting room, which was more a serious place. And for the operatives, it is only when they were planning some mission. Then there was a dining room, which was really used for anything except for studying. Then there was a boy's bedroom, because all of the boys had literally left the house. That bedroom, it turned out to be your, your place where all the ammunition were kept and all these operatives were properly planned to the nth detail. Mm. Operations, your, your Church Street uh, bomb blast, you know, where... Uh, and, and, and many other operations that were planned at number 43 and successfully executed. So those are the memories that are captured in the book. There is a, a tree that stands outside the house, the mango tree. Mm. It's a big tree in the front. And that tree was used, you know, uh, by both the police to hide under, on, on top of the tree and, and uh, use it as a lookout point for any of these operatives that will be coming home. And it depends who got first to the tree. You know, if uh, the ANC operators got first to the tree, that would be their lookout point. So this story, that's, you know, uh, it's so beautiful. We still have that tree. We'll be sitting underneath it, you know, for the next few days. And people will be assembling and, uh, and getting to feel, you know, the shade, the warmth and the security and the protection that this tree provided. But Trilonde Park as a whole, you know, mm. is a place that is unique to our struggle because it's a, it's a suburb in Swaziland that you wouldn't think of that uh, it, it had weapons moving in and out.
from that house and uh, into uh, South Africa. Yes. And and uh, where do we find the book? The book you'll find it uh, in a lot of uh, these uh, popular bookstores. And also the family, we also have our own campaign as a family to ensure that we, we, we market it, we push it ourselves, you know. So uh, if you are not uh, willing to walk to uh, one of the bookstores, you can contact us and we can make it available as quickly as possible. You know, uh, this is the, the thing that we've uh, taken upon ourselves as a family to make sure that we also do the, the marketing of the book. Knowing our history is exactly what uh, we do best uh, with this show. Thank you. Thank you very much uh, for joining us. And thank you for sharing Umakoko with us.